What up, everybody? I'm going to initiate a call to action for everyone to donate $1.99 so that you can access the back catalog of the podcast as well as to help your podcast grow. I'm trying to grow the podcast and I want to do that with you guys and make it better and brighter and bring you more information. So if you want to access the back catalog and help support me as an artist, I appreciate you. And please donate at anchor.fm underneath Lockdown Universe. Thanks so much and enjoy the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourself. So today we're going to talk about memorandum document number 6751 from the FBI files. Uh, this is a document uh, which has some amazing claims. Um, it was released in 2010 uh, under the Freedom of Information Act and there's a lot of detail in this document, but the question remains, who wrote this document? Okay, so if you're familiar with this document, let me cover it, and then I'll cover some, some inconsistencies and then some questions. So, in this document, the author states that they have obtained information from, uh, hang on, so-called supernatural means, supernormal means, I should say. So the writer, this is the exact quote from the writer, this writer, or the writer, has little expectation that anything of import will be accomplished by this gesture, by writing this and preparing this memorandum. The mere fact that the data herein was obtained by so-called supernormal means is probably sufficient enough to ensure its disregard by nearly all the persona addressed, but they addressed it to certain scientists of distinction, uh, important aeronautical and military authorities, and a number of public officials and a few publications. So they were making this document available to many individuals that were in the higher echelons of military, higher echelons of, uh, you know, publication, newspapers, magazines, etc. This was dated July 8th, 1947. So it's interesting that it's in the same year as the Roswell crash, and um, it discusses disc, discs inside this document. However, it also states where they come from and the fact that they actually come from another dimension. So they're not necessarily addressing the Roswell crash. They're just addressing some of these disks come from another dimension and have individuals inside that come from another dimension. So I will get to the specifics. I want to give you guys the detailed information. So this author was very concerned about uh, a intergalactic event which... Uh, quote-unquote, a very serious situation would develop at any time with regard to the 
to the flying saucers. If one should be attacked by attacking, the attacking plane will almost certainly be destroyed. In the public mind, this might create near panic and international suspicion. And the principal data concerning these craft is now at hand and must be offered no matter how fantastic and unintelligible it may seem to seem to minds not previously instructed in thinking of this type. So they have about nine points here that are in bullet point. Number one, part of the discs carrying crews, oh, part of the discs are carrying crews, others are under remote control. And this is something we talked about on last podcast where these ships are basically under remote control through through mind control and the the individuals inside were in fact robots. Um, a lot of this has to do with grays and, and um, sometimes the zeta reticulans, things of that nature. Number two, it states that their mission is peaceful. The, the visitors contemplate settling on this plane, so they are peaceful. Number three, these visitors are human-like but much larger in size. Number four, they are not excarnate Earth people but come from their own world. Number five, they are not from any planet, as we use the word, but from an etheric planet, which interpenetrates with our own and is not perceptible to us. So they're saying that they come from another dimension, basically, an ethereal dimension. There's different dimensions. Some people refer to astral dimensions. Some refer to ethereal dimensions. And so it's... There's lots of dimensions out there. It depends on which dimension we're we're discussing. So going back to the article, number <clears throat> number six, the bodies of the visitors and the craft also automatically materialize on entering the vibratory rate of our mm, something matter. It's tough to say. It looks it's a little blurred out there. So what they're saying is is that they, they basically will automatically materialize in the vibratory state that they go into. This is talked a lot about by Corey Good and some other uh, whistleblowers where they come from other dimensions. They materialize in the, in the 3D dimension. So is it possible? That's the question. Well, there's lots of different types of matter and a lot of things we're still not fully understanding about uh, when it comes to physics. We're still learning. Uh, what's interesting is is that they start to talk about the, the shape, the discs, and, and how they're powered. So number seven bullet point is the discs possess a type of radiant energy or array which will easily disintegrate any attacking ship. They re-enter the etheric at will and so simply disappear from our vision without a trace. So they're talking about their weaponized capability and their defenses and the fact that basically we would be defenseless against them. Number eight, the region from which they come is not the astral plane, but corresponds to the locus or the talus. So locus is L-O-K-A-S, and talus is T-A-L-A-S. And they state that students of the esoteric matters will understand these terms. So if we're to look up locus or talus, Let's see what we find here, okay? So we'll pull in, put in locus, 
and tell us and see what it comes up with here. I'm not super familiar with those uh, in particular. Locusts refer to worlds, spheres, or, or localities within uh, theosophy. Um, apparently there's 14 locusts. Uh, let's talk about this. So let's go here. Some planes of existence. You know, they talk about different planes of existence. It depends. It's Loka is in the in Hindu cosmology. Um, locus and talus represent planes of consciousness on this earth, though some of some of which all men must pass, and through all of which Chela must pass on his way to adeptship. Everyone passes through the lower locus, but not necessarily through the corresponding talus. So apparently, there's two different worlds there that they're discussing. So different dimensions is kind of what I'm getting off of this, which is fine. That's kind of what we're expecting. And number nine, they probably cannot be reached by radio, but probably can be by radar if a signal system was devised for that apparatus. So that those are the nine bullet points there. The additional information they state is we give information and warning and, and can do no more. Uh, they want these beings to be treated with every kindness. Um, let's see what else. There's a little bit more information, but it's really blurry. It's hard to, hard to make out. So what's the veracity of this document? Okay, this is where I have a little bit of concern, right? Because in FBI mem memorandums, they usually state FBI memorandum on the top. They indicate that it's going to a certain office. It's signed, etc., etc. This document was released underneath the FBI files, but it does not have anybody that signed it. There's a blacked out spot up in the top left-hand corner. Underneath that, it says San Diego for California, or it says Calif, short for California. Um, below that to the right, says the Round Robin and further to the right, it says the Flying Roll. And then it states underneath that, San Diego, California, July 8th, 1947. And in the upper right-hand corner, it has the FBI document number of 6751. And underneath that is the title of the document, which is a memorandum of importance uh, for your information is to the left. So, again, this looks like for your information. You know, it doesn't look like it's quite officially written. It doesn't look like it was, it was written by uh, anyone that's willing to sign their name or have it really forwarded to an official member of the government. So it looks like it was written by someone to inform the government, but it doesn't look like it was written by an official government member and, and was not addressed to an official government member and it wasn't signed by anyone. So you have to question the veracity. Yes, is this document a legitimate document that existed in the FBI files? Yes. Is it an official document written from one official member to another? I don't think so. Um, there's no signature. Again, there's no official, you know, addressing to anyone or any office, and it didn't doesn't have from the office of. So, and it doesn't even say FBI on it. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't say that at all. It just has the FBI filing number, okay? So, 
that's the unfortunate part. The other unfortunate part is apparently there's 70 pages to this, and there's only about four pages that were made available. 66 pages were not made available. So, you know, again, right? I mean, if this is an official document, if, um, it, there's no, there's nothing that says it is. Um, is does that make it not true? No, I don't, I, that doesn't make it not true. I mean, it could definitely be true. Somebody could have channeled this information. Somebody could have received this information from an alien species, and they wanted to forward this information to um, the government, and they wanted to get information out to the public. Um, you know, they wanted to give information and have it known by 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 basically the entire population. They wanted. It seems like it's a document that wants the government to a be aware of the situation that they're in and b maybe to offer disclosure um did we're gonna look up something here uh, uh, uh crash we're gonna look up crash because this document was released july 7th 1947 okay so what's interesting is is that the Roswell crash also took place in 1947, right? July 8, 1947. So this document comes out the same day as the Roswell crash. Doesn't that seem a bit sketch? I mean, the Roswell crash took place, let's say, okay? Let's say... There's government individuals on site, right? So a government official would have had to seen the crash, seen everything happen, get debriefed, write this document, and have it publicized. I just don't think that happened. So what do I think happened? I think that this document was dated after the fact. So it was predated. So maybe somebody wrote it. And predated it and then mailed it in but they wrote July 8 1947 not the government so that's my opinion I I'm just trying to be honest I I don't think that this document is is 100% truthful because it would have had to have been written after the crashes for them to know anything about the crashes now unless the information was channeled days before and this person had like a premonition and then they were able to write it down and and document it or you I mean there is there are people that can can channel information there are psychics there are individuals that can get that information and, and get it ahead of time but um you know then they would have had to know and be brave enough to write all this information out and mail it into the government and other other publications i don't know it's a mysterious document to me. It has a lot of question marks. And there's, there's just too many question marks for me to say 100% that it's legit. Um, do I think that there's ethereal planets out there and, and other dimensions, in, you know, in which individuals can live? Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Um, I mean, every day we wake up, we're in a new dimension. So, I mean, you know, when you think about it, but I mean, you know, I say that jokingly, but, um, 
it's been proven that there's other dimensions out there. I mean, just think about ghosts. They're in another dimension. And not in our physical dimension, but they interact with our dimension. That's what's, that's what's kind of the proof in the pudding, right? Is that ghosts can interact with our, our physical world, but they're not actually in our world, right? We can't grab them. We can get grabbed by them. They can throw our stuff around, but we can't grab them. See, so that's kind of, it's kind of this cat, cat and mouse kind, kind of game, you know. Um, unless you're Bill Murray out there with a, you know, your proton pack on, and you know you got your your uh, little chamber you can suck them up with. But there's a lot of questions here. So what do you think about this document six seven five one? Is it legit? Is it is it the real deal, or is it just a hoax, or is it something in between? I'm open to suggestions. I'm open to hearing what other people have to say. Um, I think it's just a very mysterious document that doesn't fully give us the full picture. Either A, because the FBI covered up who wrote it, or because the individual didn't want to give their information out. And again, why is it dated the exact same day as the Roswell crash? It seems a little strange. But again, there could be people out there that can channel that information and we're trying to get it in and dated it the exact same day. Too many questions on this one. But I wanted to bring it to your attention. wanted to see what you guys thought about it. Um, the other really interesting thing about this document is the fact that they talk about these beings being much larger than humans too. But they're on a different different dimension. So how does that really play out, right? They can come here and, and materialize at will. If there were huge giants here, I mean, we'd probably see them, right? I mean, there have been bones that have been dug up that, quote-unquote, were like these 12-foot-tall, you know, human-like creatures. But um, if they're, they're so much larger as, as is indicated in this document, I just don't... I, I mean, we haven't seen it. So... I'm not all for debunking or anything like that. I, you know, I'd like to keep an open mind. So I, I don't know. What do you think? I'll leave it to you guys to discuss and chew on. Hopefully you guys have a great weekend. Hopefully you're taking care of yourselves. Hopefully you're enjoying yourselves. Following through on your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. Taking care of yourself spiritually, emotionally, physically. And as always, continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care. And Lockdown Universe is out.